Welcome to On Tuesdays We Co-Work, where I am co-working my way around London with my partner in crime, Home Slice, Boss Bay. I think we get it, can we crack on? <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back on Tuesdays We Co-Work. It's Leela and me, recording from Leela's. We're live. Yeah, we're not we're, live, I don't know But at least we're in person. That's what I mean. Yeah, because so now we kind of um, changed our routine up a little bit, how we've both been busier. Um, so we meet up every two weeks and record in person. And every two weeks we um, record, record remote. on remote, yeah, via phone. Um, so last week we talked about Instagram and how you own your your style and how you should kind of make make it yours and try not to fit in and find your own voice. And then. Also, alongside that topic, which kind of just in the back of my mind, I started listening to podcasts again because I've been feeling better and wanting to get some motivations and some what's the latest out there. And I listened to actually four different podcasts, five different episodes. And it was all about finding your voice and just how to present yourself, how to, what other one was how to pitch yourself, mm-hmm. how to brand yourself. And in all of them, I heard that, go on Instagram, go live, share your story, go video. Like that's the next step of getting personal and and attracting your, your clients and your customers and let them trust you. And, and they say, oh, if it makes you feel sick, that's good. Just do it. The more you do it, it's going to be easier. And I know it will be easier. But then it, I started thinking that what if I don't want that? What if I – it's not, not the case of – I can do it or can't do it if this this is my choice not doing it and if you can be a successful business small business without a product as such but with a service without sharing so much and and I just keep I don't have an answer I just wanted to talk about with you because I know that we usually have really good counter arguments and yeah and different views and and I just don't know do you mean in terms of sharing on social media or just sharing generally I think you're putting yourself out I there. I think maybe social media. Like, yeah. ca- can you be just, is it such a thing that just a business without being an influencer? I know we influencing people how we are and we have an effect on people around us, but the terms how influencer is nowadays, I think everyone just like, if you have an Instagram account, well, do this, works, you know, make the algorithm work for you, yeah. you know, engage, do these things. Like, can't you just, be, no, just do, give a good service, be present? And make you know it just I just sometimes I feel that I'm under pressure and I wanna you know just kind of be want to or I want to put myself in that box but I just I don't think I fit in there. Yeah, so I think the question, what the root of your question mm. is, is in the digital age, as a solopreneur, freelancer, mm. somebody who is creating their own business on their own, do we need to leverage social media in this way where we build a personal brand in order to be successful in our business brand um and it's a funny one because on the surface I would be like yes like it's but I think what it comes down to is that it's an asset and it will help and if you can do it it's probably going to help but there's no one strategy fits all and you don't have to do it that way to be Mm. successful I think think how many different types of people there are in the world. And if you think of successful business people, I know that it's a different time, which is why I clarified that question of yeah. in the digital era. But if you think about 
a lot of the successful business people it's been introverted people who wouldn't have put themselves out there like that yeah in that specific way like people like is it Steve Jobs and um even like Albert Einstein and people like that yeah. they always say those people are quite introverted and that's sometimes how you become so innovative because you kind of keep all your energy within and you formulate mm. ideas and stuff I don't know the science but I know it's quite well known so the simple answer would be to be like yeah of course not but then I do understand that we live in a different time now yeah but I don't think it like okay we do a lot online but think how much we do offline still like yeah it's just that like and I was kind of arguing with myself because um whoever I kind of follow I like reading what they doing, what they were eating, what they messing around. And I knew that definitely with them expressing themselves that way and opening up, I, sounds ridiculous, but I start emotionally getting attached to them. Yeah, I yeah, have, yeah. you know, they, they've, they kind of use all my senses, you know, I can hear them, I can see them, you know, I laugh, I, it's apart like from the touch and smell, yeah, it's yeah. just about all of that kind of, feel like I, I know them. Um, but then when when I think about myself and any time I interact with my clients, I think the key is that I I like knowing about them. You know, I'm shooting and capturing them. It's not about me. So for yeah. me, that's why it's really difficult to then, you know, go in online and, and just talk about myself. Or even if I talk about other clients... I feel like, okay, that's their business, that's their private thing, but I don't shop because even if I if I go in a portrait session with someone, I'm one-on-one, and I share, but for the only purpose of them getting comfortable and share with me yeah. for that moment, yeah. and then I start asking that question about themselves and more and more, mm-hmm. and I feel, like, for me, it's all about interaction, and when I just look into a camera or record something and just put it out there, I find it really difficult and I, it doesn't make me happy. I just put the content out there. And, you know, I got to the kind of crossroad and this question of, okay, this is the part that you just have to push through and still do it and look at the bigger picture and serve that way mm-hmm. and make yourself do it. Or this is that, oh, no, I'm trying myself fit into a box that I don't fit into and I shouldn't do it. So it's a, these are really thin lines. Yeah. And, and I know there's no right or wrong, but it's just, I just definitely thought that it was something that, that probably other people feel the pressure of, you know, everyone say, like, go, show up, share, tell your story. Um, but, you know, what, you know, does this for everyone? Is it for everyone? Well, there's a few different things there because I guess firstly there's a question of, and it's something we've touched on before, how much do you try to fit into anything? How much mm. do you try to do something? Like when I was talking about my morning routines and stuff. How, how long do you need to give something until you know it's not for you? And how much is just it's difficult and how much is it's not for me? Yeah. That's the question one. But the second point is that what you said about interaction, it, it ring, it, I associate with it because when I do personal training sessions, it's the same thing that I'm naturally a bit of an oversharer now, but mm. I think it's from all of this. I think it's from the years of doing this that, I definitely give out information because I find that then people give back. Yeah. So it's a way of, especially when it's somebody new, it's different once I've known people a long time because they become like friends. Mm. And then there is a different dynamic in terms of how we speak about ourselves. But 
when there's somebody brand new that I'm just meeting on the gym floor, just about to start yeah. something with them, I'll always start saying, oh, so asking questions and then saying, oh, yeah, I do this, blah, 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 blah. Do you, you know, giving out information. And I think that's the most natural way. So when you talk about how when you lift up your phone, there's no interaction, it doesn't mm. feel natural. I know from my side of things, it's exactly the same. It's ne- I don't think, I don't know, because obviously I can't speak for everyone, but I will be surprised if anyone picks up their phone and feels completely natural from day one. It's different mm. once you get used to it. Talking to no one. Because yeah. we never do that. Because it's talking to thing. no one, talking to everyone, you know, it's yeah. kind of there. But it's always having a prompt usually. And that's mm. what I used to find difficult when I first started doing this. I felt like I was acting and it felt cringe and mm. felt uncomfortable. And I felt like I'm literally silently in my room and that makes me. Yeah, but your worse. story is now, I think. We said I didn't know when you started. Yeah. Um, like they were natural, but you speak how you would speak to me. I don't really, you know, I don't see difference. Yeah, and and I think that's a really good thing. But for but, me, and actually, because I'm, but that's taken time. This is what mm. I mean. That when I first did it, I used to record it like twenty, thirty yeah. times, and then I would still like not be able to look at it back because I'd feel so. So what what I argue is that this world that we're in now is not human nature for anyone. I think it's a learned mm. skill. I definitely know I learned it. I've learned to pretend. It's almost like I pretend to myself that I'm chatting to somebody, that I'm picking up my phone and FaceTiming yeah. someone. And I imagine that they're there almost. It's mm. just, but I remember at first I, I just couldn't get it. So I'm not saying that, yes, you have to do it and that everyone should do it. But I, I don't think... I do think it comes easier to some people than others. But I think it's completely unnatural for all of us and it's something that you have to get used mm. to because... I, I, I like people, but I know you like people yeah. as well. Um, maybe I'd be more confident with public speaking. Like, I think maybe. Like, even but, when I'd done the workshop, yeah. I felt much better. I was shitting myself. Yeah. And and I know that I could do it better even now. Like, I know I was far from perfect. But I was like, do you know what? Fine. I'd rather feel in front of these people than seeing their face and everything rather than... Mm-hmm. I just, I just, it's just so, so natural, just not natural to me. But I, I really think that's what the, I'm the influencing, as in, like, you know, it's, it's really, I don't know what's the right word for it. Then, but you know, I think these Instagram people they call influencers. Yeah. And I would, I'd like to call because I, I like my captions as a way. Like in my captions, I feel I can express myself. Mm-hmm. That's my way. Yeah. Um. I think it's human nature to require interaction and feedback. Mm. I think that's why you prefer speaking in real life because you get, you can see on their face what they're thinking. If they're smiling, if they're like kind of looking a bit Mm. confused or whatever. I prefer that too. I think most of us would, apart from potentially the people that are purely, and we all have elements of this within us, but apart from the people that are purely going on for their own gratification, Mm. as in like, they like to show up, narcissism, which we all have an element of. But most of us, we want to, we do that. We put ourselves out there because we want to feel, like I said last week, understood, mm. appreciated, liked, whatever it is. So we're looking for that feedback. So but see, that's the thing, like, for me, I that, that, that's why, that was the, the, the guy who was saying it on the on this podcast and and he was saying that, yeah, we all just want to be heard and seen and understood. And and I genuinely, and I know that I was going to feel so, for the listeners, not in that sense that's that's not the the way I like that don't know how for me because especially on stories I mean that that's kind of the the biggest thing and stories is the one that I think that's very everyday very spontaneous yeah 
And I think that's a limit for me. But this, but what I'm saying is not that everyone wants to be understood on social mm. media. I, I'm saying as humans. Oh, yeah. And I think you do. I do. In a, yeah, like in whether context, it's why you yeah. want me to understand what you're saying mm. now or like your boyfriend yeah. or when you... When oh, you, I love the podcast. It's, I yeah. find it very, very like... I like the conversational, yeah. getting in depth and, and having personalities. But So that's what, what I'm trying to say is that we all have this... Mm. desire whether it's by some people want it from everyone some people want it from yeah. a few people some people hardly want it from anyone but apart from the people closest to them but I think we all want that to a, to a level and everyone has different routes of showing it so to come back to the original question yeah I think there's no reason why somebody can't be successful on a business without using one of the tools that we have like we mm. have a whole toolbox yeah. you don't have to use everything and you don't have to use everything the same way so I do I, in a sense if we're talking really practically, social media and putting yourself out there on that creates access to a lot more people than you might meet in your daily life, mm. arguably. But just because you don't want to say, say some somebody doesn't naturally go on stories spontaneously. Yeah. But I think it's just about what we spoke about last week, personalising yourself. And if someone goes on your page, they read your caption, they, un- they literally, even though you put out more than a lot of people, but... Mm. Even if you put out less, you're talking from who you are. So they can be like, oh, yeah, I, f- I felt like that mm. too. Oh, yeah, I completely get that. Or just, she's a human. Yes, yeah. That's all it is. So I think you're still using social media and people who potentially don't like the live element of it. Mm. It's not that they're ignoring it completely. Because then I would argue, and there are adverts and stuff like this, that in 2019, if you are a business alone and you don't have any social media presence at all, yeah. Are you kicking yourself in in the foot? Like, yeah. Is that an expression? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that's, shooting it. But yeah, yeah shooting. <laughs> kicking yourself in the foot is really hard to do. <laughs> um, but I think that your question is more about as a person, do I have to put my life? Do I have to learn how to show up? Like all these podcasts yeah. say. I don't think so. I don't think you have to. But I think the question is, how do you know when is? I think yeah. you know. But how do we tell people? when you've done it enough to know that it's not just that because you're new to it or because it's out of your mm. comfort zone, but it's just not right for you. That's the hard line. I, th- I think it's, for, for me, the biggest thing was that it, it's not that it doesn't make me comfortable. I'm not uncomfortable doing it. Yeah. It just, I'm just using, you know, Kwan Mari. It just doesn't give me joy. <laughs> it doesn't spark joy. It's just like, it doesn't give me anything. Like, not bad, not good. I'm not stressed about, I'm only stressed because I feel like I should do yeah. it. That's the only pressure it but kind of recording it or, or doing a story it's not it's just like I'm doing it I'm like I'm, I'll do it but I just don't see point behind it so I think if, if you have this approach then probably definitely so like uh, yeah. dot, dot, that's do a it. good sign do you know what this is very ridiculous example but I was thinking that when we were wondering what to talk about mm. this is the biggest thing in my life this week which is sad but my hair like yeah, I, w- I wanted to bring it because I think it was really good how we touched on it about yeah. like insecurities and stuff yeah that I wanted to stop treating my hair and be have my natural hair so I washed it I always have always straightened mm. my hair I did not straighten it I went out I went out yeah and about met people with natural hair which I know it sounds to anyone listening going to be like get a grip on life like <laughs> life is not about your hair and I completely get it but for me it was that sense of I should and today I've I've got straight hair. I've straightened my yeah. hair this morning, and I feel guilty. I feel like I've 
it's almost like in this world where you're supposed to embrace who you are, embrace yeah, so you who betrayed actually, yourself. I'm setting a bad example. I'm a bad mm. role model. Um, I've done something bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it comes down to this thing: is that why? Why am I doing it? Am I doing it because my natural hair makes me happy, or am I doing it because I think I should? Because that's what everyone else is doing. Mm. And the truth is, it's neither. Like I might have my hair curly again next week, and then it might be straight again. Like mm. I should just do what I feel and what is right for me and you just kind of know and it sounds silly but I was really stressed out because I'm trying everywhere I'm going it's so much more maintenance basically Mm. my curly hair which is a a silly little thing but I just didn't feel myself one because I was always stressing about it so I couldn't just get on with my life Mm. two I was out of my comfort zone like so so in, in in a sense maybe I should do it more because I'm out of my comfort zone but it wasn't in a sense that really helped me it wasn't just like oh I'm not confident in myself and I need to learn to be, like, I am confident in myself, but I just felt uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, in, I, like, physically uncomfortable. I can just say that I've only always had long hair to, like, mid-back or lower. And naturally, when it was long, I had curly hair as well. And I always planned, I loved my curly hair. And, and I kind of got used to it that I could just never tame it and just looked how it looked and... It's people think that oh it's less maintenance, although you don't brush it, which I really like. Yeah. And that's the only reason I'm still not brushing my hair, which is not really like <laughs> practical when you have straight hair, but oh well. Um but I just really like the fact that I never had to brush it just when I washed it. Um and then for me I think I would say maybe seven to eighty percent I was curly and then I occasionally straightened it. Yeah. And for some reason, I came to like, you know, I'm going to chop it off. I, it was too much. It was all, my hair was always everywhere. I think the last show was when um, out, we were at Glenn's and he has carpet in oh, his bedroom. Yeah, and he was on his phone. He was on his phone with his brother. And, you know, he was just like moving his foot in one like little circle. <laughs> and like, at the end of the 15 minutes phone conversation, like a little cat size oh hair kind of bobble or kind of rolled up because obviously when it's longer if you have three strains hair three strains long hair rolled up there's gonna be a much bigger ball than if you have short hair straight hair so you've seen mine and my sister's hair the just... hair balls we get in the house <laughs> and um so that was kind of it like okay i think i'm too old for this they're having like little kitten size <laughs> hair balls around the house <laughs> and um and i cut it off and I really love it. I love that for the first time I feel like when I get it done, it's not just like hair on my head, but there is a hairstyle. Mm. But also I find that when I feel down or insecure, I feel more down and more insecure mm-hmm. because of it. Like sometimes I felt like even if I felt a bit bloated or, you know, not good skin or you just don't feel great. Yeah. Um, and when I washed my hair, straightened it or had it curly out, big, long, free, then I felt I was kind of behind it and I was kind of overcome yeah. that, uh, yeah. that insecurity. And people would not see that because they would be like, oh, I love your hair. And I'm like, thank you. Don't look at anything else. And they don't. Um, and now, obviously, the short hair is just shows my body and my face and everything. And it's very different. But also I find that Although I feel uncomfortable and although it has those effects that I can clearly see and feel, it's also, I, th- I also feel that it's time. 
like yeah. sort of alongside it I feel like yeah this is some this is time for this to sort out so if you felt it it's just you know sometimes there's no time this is not the time for you to deal with that yeah. sort of thing so you, you might have a time in your life and that's gonna be your biggest thing and and so you're gonna have time and focus on yeah. that side but I think if, if it doesn't feel I think it's it's I really like how we've gone down this route because it's a very <laughs> different topic but there's so much behind it mm. it's not about hair really is it no, it's no, much no, deeper than that and I think that this last weekend I've been feeling quite insecure like emotionally yeah and I've just had I haven't been myself mentally and emotionally and I'm also trying to do something different make a yeah. change and I think it's because all this growth stuff grow girl whatever I felt like I could, recently you know the last year or so I'm like, I could put myself through anything I've gone through this emotional stuff mm. I just want to keep growing until I'm so comfortable and I've dealt with everything and yeah. whatever and that's why I think I was like yeah I'm gonna do this like forget it whatever and then over this weekend it felt like an added thing I know mm. it's just hair but it felt like I've got this emotional stuff going on and now I don't feel my hair was my comfort blanket as yeah. well that like I never felt confident growing up about the way I looked and then having like my hair long and straight because when I was little it was like it wasn't even the, the curls weren't clear it was just very big like fuzzy hair mm. and I always wanted it's, it is about when you're young like I always wanted what I didn't have I wanted yeah. the sleek smooth hair that a lot of my cousins had and stuff so when I got it <laughs> treated my hair to get it I felt confident and in my last mm. few years when I think of myself as a confident person that's comfortable in the way I look I realise that a lot of that is the hair. Like, okay, I'm not, I don't hate myself. I don't look in the mirror and hate the curly hair, but I just don't feel this, mm. like, confidence, a self-assurance that I did otherwise. And it's exactly what you said, that I was like, oh, I don't know if this is the time for it because I've put myself through, like, obviously I've gone through a lot emotionally in yeah. the last year and I felt like nothing can break me now. But there are still those, like, little nicks and stuff that you realise, like, I started to feel really insecure again just based on, okay, part of it's mental, mm. but because... I don't have my cloak. Like, yeah. I don't have my cloak of security that I feel confident. I feel, I just know what to expect. <laughs> so silly, but like, I know what to expect from my hair. Mm. It gives me a certainty that I want in life. Yeah. And I think that's, I know that is, maybe some people might be like, are you sure that it's really that deep though? Are you trying <laughs> trying to find a deeper meaning? But, but no, I think I it's just an insecurity. And there's, I think, insecurities and going, going and get, getting over insecurities it's not a checklist, as in, like, I have these, and then one after the other, go and check it. Yeah. You have to, there is time for everything, and if you don't feel like, you know, I, I know that you're a bit more like, let's push it, push it, push through, but also, I'm, I'm on a softer side of, but also you have to be intuitive and listen to, and if it's not time, it, it was fine in the past 24 years. Yeah. It will be okay for another two more years to, have the the hair insecurity and then later on the well, so that I've, I've I've had this all this time and I'm I'm short and right now I'm dealing with it but I feel also that it's it's okay to deal with this yeah. now like I've with the body image and stuff like that I've I'm going up and down and and I'm really far from accept liking my body but I'm close to kind of accepting and doing something like that not yeah. fighting against it but growing and liking it from within yeah but again I'm I'm coming up to 29 so that's that's very different yeah um so, so I think whatever insecurities you have you also have to check in with 
those with, with, with those that if, if it's time or not and just because it's on your list doesn't make you less of a person or something that oh you have to then get rid of it now yeah it's I know those topics seem really different but I think that how they link is about like one one is judgment mm. and two is this idea of should like yeah should or what, what we are supposed to do and thinking back to that um conversation I had with Robin on the podcast oh yeah your friend I really she like said, that yeah, really and she said that she never used the, used word. the word should because mm. you should. Well, <laughs> you I you do or don't. don't. You, you, oh my God. She was saying that you don't do something. I, I want to say shouldn't. Basically, she was saying you shouldn't do something if it's because you think you should. Does that make sense? You How the word should means you're doing it for a reason other than what you once yeah so you don't you don't do a thing you're not you're not doing a thing <laughs> see it's hard, it's like you, it's hard to you're make not gonna sense. do a thing you know you're not gonna do a thing because you should yeah you either do a thing or you don't do a thing i think also she, she, she was, was saying, saying about the could as well yeah oh i could call you no, can you call me you can't like there's no like well, i think what she was saying is it's about the motive behind mm. why you do something and if it's because of this sense of obligation which the word should yeah. implies you shouldn't but she wasn't saying because I said oh do you mean that you should only do things you want because we don't sometimes what we want isn't always what we need sometimes we need Mm. to do things we don't want she was like no it's either you need to do something you want to do something you have to do something but should is that word that just means "Mm, I'm supposed to because of somebody else or something else but but you already can't commit to it yeah and you kind of I'm not saying oh I'll do this you're not guaranteed I should do this is like yeah, there are other factors. Yeah. But also something is holding me back. Yeah. Yeah. Or could hold me back because there's the should like I should post on on stories. stories yeah. Um but I don't want to. But the statics statistics 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 what is it? Statistics. Statistics. Sorry guys. <laughs> well, statistics say, you know, algorithm and everything. Mm-hmm. It will be good mm-hmm. but I don't want to do it mm-hmm. so that's why I say I should and I don't do it well that's so like I, I should look after my hair better meaning I don't have to it's not going to fall out mm. it's not as bad as that but kind of I don't fully want to I kind of yeah. want to a bit but I should because it's what people say is a good thing to do mm. therefore I don't fully commit because yeah yeah no I agree completely so, guys, you shouldn't do anything that you don't want to do. Well, I don't know about that, though. Because I think you do have to do things you don't want to do sometimes. But it's about... No, no, it, no. Oh, no, so, oh, yeah. oh, I've got a thing. I've got a meme. Um, then I have this. If it doesn't add to your life. So, so okay, oh, yeah, you might so want to do something because it brings you joy. Or it, you don't want to, but it brings you growth. Or you need to, to get you to where you want to be. If it's not one of those three things, if it's because of this person thinks I should, or mm. society says I should. Yeah. Anything should, then you shouldn't that's, do it. Was... But if it's a want, a need, or a growth opportunity, I would argue, mm. that you think is crucial, Yeah. you should. So not always. So it's like, you don't have to do anything that you should. So it's either... Ah, I like yeah, it. That's yeah, what, that's what I want to correct it to. So you don't have to do anything that you should. It's either you only have to do things that you have to need or want want yeah so yeah mm. that's it I think that, yeah 
think we, we had I think the we leave it there. That went a bit philosophical. <laughs> no bloody idea. We'll really enjoy this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll think. We'll come to that. Alright, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I definitely kind of feel a bit calmer now about this whole story thing and yes. probably will look at it as as I started looking at Instagram feed that it, there, there are not one ways to do Instagram stories. I just when we were talking here earlier, I, said, I don't have to go live and talk. I can just put photos up, I can put quotes up and mm-hmm. you can be more spontaneous present and using the, the feature on Instagram without pushing, not pushing a boundaries, but without doing something that's that's not you and yeah. you can't relate to. So it's not so black and white. So I definitely feel a bit clearer. Thank you for the yes. chat. <laughs> I feel fine about however I want to wear my hair. So therapy is over. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye.